Welcome to the Lion's Nest Podcast. I'm Peggy, and I'm just a mom making it through motherhood one step at a time. Some days our kids are amazingly beautiful, and some days they kind of suck. But I want you to know, you're not alone. I'm going through it too. So please join me. Because to be honest, I have no idea what I'm doing. Hi, before you jump into this episode, I wanted to make a quick note. In these early ones, you will hear me reference this podcast as the Motherbird Podcast, but I have since changed my name to The Lion's Nest. So any thoughts, DMs, and emails, please send them to the Lion's Nest Podcast at gmail.com and to my Instagram at the Lion's Nest Podcast. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy. Hello. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back, really. <laughs> um, so I feel like I'm still in the beginning of my journey <laughs> here with um, starting all of this. So last episode was all about my birth experience, and now I kind of wanted to talk about the coming home experience because I also feel like I was not prepared <laughs> for that. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I do think that pregnancy and motherhood, obviously, is there's no preparing you for any of it. Um, But it is kind of crazy. You have this nine months of growing a child and and, you know, because you see people everywhere in the world having children and being around their kids and and doing things. But you never really think about that, like very first beginning Because in the hospital, I mean, depending on when you had your baby and how big they were, you know, I mean, relatively, even if you had a 10-pound baby compared to a 7-pound baby or a 6-pound baby, like, it's still kind of small. I mean, 10 pounds can sound like a lot, but the idea that they're kind of, I used to call Sawyer all the time, a blob. Like, I was like, oh, she's just a blob, you know? (laughs) Because, I mean, they are. Like, they can't hold their heads up. They just cry, and then, you know hold them everywhere and then you put them down or you pick them up um but it it was kind of crazy to me that I remember when we finally were ready to leave the hospital and and put her in the car seat and she just looked so tiny I mean Sawyer was only seven and a half pounds when she was born so you know average but looking at seven pounds <laughs> in, a, in human form I guess is so small and so tiny and I we remember we put her in the car and I just felt like my husband we don't live very far from the hospital thankfully but um I sat in the back seat and I just watched her because I just couldn't believe this teeny tiny thing was coming home with us that someone was allowing me to take her home I had no idea what I was doing (laughs) you know I mean and there was just a whirlwind of a couple of days at the hospital and I mean we had a great time there but we had a lot of visitors we had so many family and friends who came by and visited which was nice but also exhausting and so that was crazy but um I remember coming home and we have two dogs and so I remember telling my husband I was like okay go in first we like read this thing that said like bring the um like the the first like beanie that they put on her bring that inside and have them smell it you know I was so worried I just I love my dogs and I trust them like I don't I don't think anything I never would suspect they would do anything but it is different you know it's it's a different change for them as it was for us and so 
that was like another element of coming home and um I remember being so hungry because hospital food sucks <laughs> like it sucks bad I actually think we picked up Greek food on the way home but because I remember I was like I just want something real I want real food and so because since like our stay came with food we ordered from the hospital but so I remember getting home and I remember just putting her like in a pack and play when we got home and I was just like I just like kept wanting to stare at her and be like oh my god like we're just putting her in here but another thing that I was like other than coming home and being like oh my gosh this little tiny baby is just so small and you know you're tired and you want to like shower and you feel like oh this is your regular home but now you have a baby in it so it's different um but I I just like had a lot of trouble figuring out how to breastfeed and you know what I didn't know was that nipples can be flat or inverted or apparently stick out which is normal and I have flat nipples which I had no idea and so, you know, like, I never thought about it. I just looked at them, and to me, they looked normal. Um, but then now, knowing that, I'm like, oh, I guess they don't really stick out. And so I had so much trouble breastfeeding. And so then um, she just – we just had a lot of trouble, like, getting her to latch. So I tried to use a shield, and then we came home, and she was sleeping. So I was like, okay, I'll just try to pump to, like, help, you know, the first stuff come out. And – um <laughs> I was sitting, we had had, we didn't have like a rocking chair, but we had this, like someone had given us a recliner a long time ago. And I was like, that could work as a, as a rocking chair. Like how great, but it was really big and bulky. And, um, I sat in it and I, I went to pump, which also, you know, they give you a quick, this is how you do it at the hospital, but it just never seemed like enough information. It was always just like a little bit of information and here you go. And maybe it was my fault for not asking more questions, but it being my first child, how I didn't know, you know, they said, just continue, do this at home, and so I was sitting there, and I don't have, like, tiny perky boobs, like, my boobs are kind of big, and they're flat, <laughs> and they point down, basically, and so I was, like, trying to, like, get this, like, I don't know if any, like, how many of you have pumped, but, you know, it's, it's not easy, and especially when you've never done it before, it's hard, and I was sitting there, and my husband was holding our brand new baby that we just brought home, and I was trying to pump, and all of a sudden, I just felt like my belly was wet, and I was like, what the heck, and I, and I think I'd been pumping, you know, for like 10 minutes or something, and when you're brand, when you're brand new, trying to get your milk to come in that stuff is liquid gold like you don't want to waste that and I just looked at my husband I was like oh my god none of it made it into the bottle and I just wanted to cry I think I did cry I was just like I can't believe it I felt like I worked so hard to get this teeny tiny amount of food for her and it didn't work like it stuck and so my husband was like oh my god just do the other because I think I was doing like one at a time because I it's hard to do it and unless you have a nursing bra or like a pumping bra, which I later got, which is like, I try to tell any new mom I ever meet. I'm like, if you plan to pump, you need this. Like you have to have it. It, it helped me a ton. But so the first day, you know, I'm trying to figure out not only like getting her to latch, but then to pump at the same time. And so we kind of figured out the shield, which seemed to work for a little bit, but I don't know. I don't know if it was my kid's head or my body or the combo but the first three weeks we just it was so hard to get her to latch like 
Oh my gosh. And also waking up the morning after like you come home with the baby because it's like what, like three or three days or depending how long you've been in the hospital, three or four days. And so, oh my gosh, my chest was cement. Like (laughs) it just felt like my boobs filled with cement and I was going to tip over. Like it was the craziest thing I felt like I had ever felt in my life. They were so heavy and so big. It was crazy. And I remember waking up with my shirt just like soaked. And I was like, oh my God, like what's like, what's happening? <laughs> um that also, I I mean, I think people tell you that, but I guess I just didn't pay attention to what that really feel like. Cause they said, like, oh, you'll know when your milk comes in. I'm always like, what does that even mean? Oh, it means that. It means that your chest is full of cement. That's what it felt like. Um so that was like the craziest feeling ever. Our, it just really proves to me even more and more that our women's bodies are just incredible. It, it really blows my mind. So we went, you know, went back to the hospital like within the first um, couple of weeks. Like they offer at the place where we had my daughter um, for a lactation consultant. Like if we're having trouble, and since at the hospital I'd had trouble, and then even coming home, I was like, okay, like let's go. And of course, like when I went to see the lactation consultant, like it's was kind of okay. Like she wasn't like losing too much, like um, like weight or anything like that. And she had like somewhat latched a couple of times, but they just told me to like to make sure to like pump in between to really make sure my milk is coming through, you know, and and. I was like, okay, okay, and it was like, I think it was by, it must have been by three weeks or something like that. God, it's all a blur, so who knows, really, <laughs> but um, I just, I was sitting there with her and having trouble latching still, but I was pumping, you know, throughout the day on occasion and stuff, and then, so I would, we'd kind of like save the milk, um, and she wouldn't latch, and she wouldn't latch, and I just... I was just bawling. Like I was just bawling my eyes out and I was looking at my husband. I was like, I don't get it. I don't understand like why this is so hard. Like the shield doesn't work. My nipple doesn't work like nothing. Like I don't understand how this can happen. Like the milk is there for her, but she just like, we weren't colliding. Like it wasn't making sense for either of us. And so my husband was like, well, he was like, he's like, you, he's like, obviously the milk is there. So he's like, do you just want to pump? And, you know, she did take a bottle fine. And I was like, oh, I guess like we can just try that. So I know that my milk stays. And it wasn't like I was against using formula or anything, but my, my milk was coming through. So I just said, okay, you know, and it was kind of like a little bit of a relief, I would say when I decided to strictly pump and, you know, and I would offer her sometimes to see if she would want to like go direct like off the breast and she never did she always just kind of wanted a bottle and um so then I was like okay I guess I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pump solely like that was it I I pumped for eight months straight and when I was off work before I went back I pumped like almost every two hours um you know because they are hungry and to build up my supply and everything that and I remember being at the pediatrician's office, I think it was like when she was one month, and this is what I loved about my pediatrician. She asked, she was like, "Are you breastfeeding?" I said, "Yeah, but I'm pumping because she won't latch," and she just said, "How do you feel?" Which I thought that question was so nice. It was so nice that not only is the pediatrician worried about my baby, 
which is her main job, but she wondered about me. And that, I think, I looked at it, and it was, like, probably the first time someone had asked me that, you know, really during that time. And so I looked at her, and I was like, oh, I was like, I actually I actually like it. Because when I, on the couple occasions, she, she did end up latching, you know, I would use my free hand to be on my phone or something like that, which there's nothing wrong with, but with feeding her from a bottle – all my attention was on her and it was kind of nice. And then also my husband could help and I did enjoy that, um, a lot. And I, so I told her that I was like, really, I was like, it's working. And she said, that's all that matters. As long as you find something that works for you, you should do it. And I was like, Oh, well, that's nice. And I, and I wish I would have known that before, you know, that it doesn't have to be all this stress on doing it the right way. You know, like I, I can make my own routine and my own way to do it. And as long as it works, it works. You know, my mom, when I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep pumping. And she was just like, wow, she's like, you're doing it for a really long time, you know. And she had said, you know, back with her, there wasn't like my pump was like this thing you plug in and it's, I got the bra and so I just hooked it up and I was hands free, which was really nice to be able to do that. Um, my mom was saying, she's like, I don't remember there being those things like when I was a baby. And so she, you know, maybe breastfed for like three months and then she went back to work and that was it, you know, and then it was formula and nothing wrong with formula. I think that my opinion fed is best. So whatever works for you, if your milk doesn't come in or if you like formula, then, you know, that's fine. Um, I personally liked, um, pumping and having breast milk because it was free <laughs> and you know in the nutrition side and everything but one of my main reasons is like oh if it could be free then that's totally fine with me um but in an, I think also what was nice is then during that whole eight months of pumping even though it was stressful and it was hard and I did it everywhere I mean I pumped everywhere I luckily have a like a plug in my car. I pumped in the car. Like we'd go to the, dropped uh, my daughter off with my mom. Once we went to the movies, I pumped before we got to the movies, got out of the movies, pumped afterwards. I, when Sawyer was four months, I went and met my cousin for just a one night thing in Oregon. I drove there. I pumped before I left. I pumped when I got to her um, place and then we were out eating and doing stuff and I pumped in the car again. I went to a concert, pumped afterwards. Like, <laughs> um, I did, I pumped everywhere, I brought a tiny cooler with me with ice packs in it, and it was just, like, I fully committed, but then it started to be, like, around seven months, I really was tired, and I, I just was so, like, I don't want to hate this, I don't want to dread doing this, you know, and I had some milk saved, so it was kind of nice, we could, like, phase out of it, but I just was, like, I want to, to love this and remember loving it. I don't want to look back and say, ugh, I, I really hated this. So I chose eight months to start introducing formula, which was fine because then by a year, you know, we switched to whole milk. So it worked for me and it was nice. It worked for my husband and it helped us honestly in a, in a really nice way because when it was time for him to go back to work, you know, I was, I was worried that like I would, be too exhausted because he was going to go back to work before I would. And so I was like, oh man, I, I, not that I need a lot of sleep. I'm someone who can function off of 
four to six hours, I would say, pretty easily. I've done that a lot. Um, but I still like to sleep and I still want to sleep. And so I was a little nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be hard. But because I think we pumped and we had the bottles ready in the fridge waiting, um, she it, it worked out where uh, she always seemed to wake up at 1 a.m. So I would wake up with her at 1 and feed her and then I would pump and then she'd wake up again at five. And then my husband would get up and get ready for work and feed her. Get and she'd go back to sleep. And then she wouldn't wake up again until eight. So it was kind of nice. Like we both kind of got these like long stretches of sleep each. And I think that if I wasn't pumping, we may not have been able to figure that out. So I was thankful for that. And I was happy. And I think it was nice because then I wasn't sitting there looking at my husband being like, you're useless. Which, I mean, come on, women. As moms, we look at their nipples and we know they're useless. <laughs> and so I was thankful that helped us. Because um, I think that every brand new mom also loves to think. Because I've heard this lots of times from lots of women. And they always say, oh, I'm going to get them on a schedule. I'm going to get my child on a schedule. And for me, personally, I said that, of course, because I was, I was nervous about, you know, the schedule we had and like for my husband's job because he just wakes up a little earlier than us than me and so I was like yeah we've got to figure out like a routine or something like that and then it was like once I kind of threw that out the window of saying like I need her on a routine instead we were just like oh this is her routine like she literally she woke up at 1 a.m and she always woke up at five like for a long for quite a while like until like five months and then she actually started sleeping a little bit she wouldn't wake up at one anymore, um, which was kind of nice. She would sleep for like six hours a night, which we were really thankful for. She did that pretty early on. Um, but it was just like one day I was like, oh, how weird. I was like, this just seems to be good. And so we just started doing that, and that worked for us. I, we worked around her her routine. And so, and who's to, who's to say that's going to work out if we have a second child? I have no idea if that same thing will work. And I'm sure it won't. I'm fully prepared for when we have a second child that it's going to be extremely different. <laughs> and I, I think it also makes me wonder if I'll constantly be like, oh, this didn't happen the first time. Why is it happening now? But I'm going to try to just say, you know, new kids, new kids, figure it out. <laughs> um, but another thing that I remember being told when I was, like, doing the breastfeeding and stuff like that. Um, and actually, it was from my husband, which I think is so sweet, like, especially when we decided for me just to pump. And he'd be like, you can do that. He's like, that's good. He's like, good job, you know. And so I think it's nice to be told whether you're pumping or breastfeeding or for giving formula. At the beginning, like, you're just doing the best you can. We all are. We have no idea. Even if it's your third child or your second child or seventh child you know you're doing a good job and you're just doing the best you can that's all we can we can hope for really they'll be fine <laughs> they'll eat I actually really loved when we started introducing like food like regular food I thought that was really fun and I enjoyed that that whole aspect I do think too like after like thinking about the breastfeeding part and all of that like I think the first year is just a blur you know <laughs> like you just are you want them to keep doing more things. You're like, oh, I wish they'd sit up. I wish they'd roll over. I wish they'd walk. And then it's like one day you're like, 
oh my god I wish that you were just like tiny and sleeping on my arms again you know so I think a lot of that is so blurry because you're just kind of going like what now what now what now what's next what do they do next so let's try to enjoy the moment they're in I'm trying to enjoy the the her twos year <laughs> two and a half the terrible twos they call it um but that might be for next time because that's gonna need its whole own episode <laughs> but whatever it is i want to hear about your breastfeeding journey if you're still breastfeeding i'd love to hear like how long people do it for um you know if they go past a year or anything like that so um i want to hear what you went through and if it was easy for you or if you have felt that it was hard or that people didn't prepare you enough for it um or if it came easy or not <laughs> uh, yeah I want to hear about it all so feel free to please email me at motherbirdpodcast at gmail.com um, or you can send me a direct message on instagram at motherbirdpodcast or you could even just comment on my posts I'd love to hear from you um, I'm on there a lot so um, but yeah I'd love to connect and, and hear what you gotta say so have a good day birdies hey don't forget, my email and my Instagram have changed since I recorded this episode. My new email is thelionsnestpodcast at gmail.com. My Instagram is thelionsnestpodcast. Podcast.